When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. Yeah, good evening, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey. Sports Day SA, thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Polaris plate clearance deals are on now. You can save up to $2,000 on the range of 1,000 EPS. Plus get $1,000 free accessories as I welcome the great man on Teams Night, Malcolm Jack Blight. Blighty, how are you? Hi, David. Yes, uh, what a beautiful day. You played golf and you had... Okay, 30, 30, 30 won the points. money but wasn't no. great. No, no, you know, no that, that's you don't good. gloat when you don't get a great score but still collected so it was all right. And it's fine. I, I think Beautiful I think, conditions. Yeah, it would have been lovely out there today. It really was. Now, look, the teams are in, yes, and... Uh, We've got to, just going to let's go some highlights first of all in Adelaide. Lockie Gallant's back in for, for the Crows, yeah. And Parnell and out go McAdam and Sloan injured. And Thilthorpe's been omitted, oh, his form's been down, down yeah, really, really poor. R- Riley O'Brien plays his 100th game, which will be a yeah. beauty. And for the West Coast Eagles, the, the two stalwarts, uh, Premiership players, Shannon Hearn and Luke Shuey, come back. Uh, Brady Hoff also out goes Yo, which is disappointing for them. Uh, Chess has been omitted. And Jermaine Jones has been admitted. So that game seven forty. Is that Saturday night? Yes, yeah, seven forty yeah. on Saturday night. It and is. Port Adelaide just added to their squad Francis Evans, Vicentini, and Tickle to Ruckman. Yeah, I, it's interesting. Even with Hayes in the group, so I wonder what that. Yeah, just to give them a bit of a kick up. I guess they got to decide. And we're going to talk to Matthew Lobie a bit later on. You know, he's a ruck coach at Port Adelaide. It'll be interesting to see what where they go with also Lysett. I guess yeah. almost due back. Yeah, I'm hearing um, Mackenzie's close blighty. He'll yeah. be right for the first final, but Charlie Dixon not so. Charlie might need to wait for the second final. And whether they play him, then who knows? But uh, pretty hard to come back when you've got a, a broken bone in your foot. I'll say. Now, Port Adelaide obviously play Richmond on Sunday. How's the ins and outs here? Yeah, the outs for Richmond. Prestia has been managed. Uh, Rewald and Cochin, we know, have retired. So it's interesting that you'd manage someone in the last game with nothing on it. 800 games out there. Rewalt, uh, both Rewalt and Cotch and 300 gamers. Yeah, we, we haven't done our tips yet, but I reckon that might influence oh, me slightly. I, I, th- <laughs> I think Port could win this one. And, and the name's, name's coming in for Richmond. As we spoke to Neil Barham last night, he was hoping that Richmond played this last game. Some of the kids that haven't played yet, and I reckon there will be some, David. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. And Port Adelaide are going to know um, the fate or their own fate, if you like, Brisbane and St Kilda play 4.05 on Saturday. Yep. Um, in comes McCarthy and out for um, out for gee, a couple of big outs. Max Max King's been managed. That's a strange one. And Sebastian yeah. Ross injured. Jack Hayes, a former Woodville West Torrens boy, yeah. is back in after yeah, okay. yeah. did his knee. Yeah. Hipwood plays in 150. So that that's vital to Port Adelaide. If Port can, um, if Brisbane can get upset by St Kilda, Port Adelaide beat Richmond and go to second. Yes. I think it's massive. I don't know where you see it, Blighty, but I think if Port win their first final at home, they go straight to a home prelim. Prelim, yeah. 
lose that first final, you come back here, have to win that game, and then go to a, a prelim away. Mm. It To me, it, I don't know, I think it's a massive boost. And even though it's going to be percentage that decides second or third. Yeah, but over the journey, and we've, we've been now been in AFL since 1991, so there's been 30 years of history now, and you can see it. If you've got a really good team, it don't matter where you play. Well, I remember you won away in Sydney. Yeah. A couple of times you had to, you had a fairly difficult... Yeah. So you can do it if you're playing good footy. Yes, you can. But I, I must admit, I'd much rather play Brisbane, say, at home than up there. Yes. It's just I, something to do with the weather and they play it so well. But no, more importantly, they're, they're a good team. They are. We oh, both picked them to go top. No, no, no. Playing the grand final. Oh, okay. I picked them to go top. Oh, so did you really? Yeah. No, I actually haven't nominated. I just nominated Melbourne and Brisbane at the start of the year. I thought their two lists were cherry, cherry, cherry ripe. Yeah, well, so it's going to be very, very interesting. In fact, Adelaide, the funny, the goal incident has sort of stopped what where every game was going to count, basically, yeah. on where you finished. Yeah. So Adelaide being out, that's uh, Sydney yeah. now are certainly used to play, so to a St Kilda. But the final game is Sunday night at 6 o'clock. I know you'll be watching... The Giants playing Carlton, that, yeah. and that could be for the Giants to get in the eight. Well, I tell you what, the Carlton team. I just had a look at it. You should listen to the ins for that, and all the football lotters. Adam Churis back in, Corey Durden, Lockie Foggy, Mitch McGovern, and Sam Walsh. I mean, they're, good ins. Oh, they're three or four. You know, they've really hardly they've hardly got an injury now. They yeah. had a heap during yeah. the year. Yep. Yeah. So they're coming good at the right time, and um, yeah, I think getting Walsh and Chera back in, could they? Do it from fifth? Of course they could. There was a team did it some years ago from fifth. Yeah, but that, when they team did it from fifth, they lost their first final to Melbourne and then did it from basically come yeah, from the clouds. Yeah, but you can only play the system, system I know. at the time. That's all you well, can you ever any, do. you got any confidence in Carlton to do that? Yeah, I could. I, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> this is a text from Graham in Brisbane. We were a better side without Charlie. Charlie Dixon. Oh. Yeah, well, Charlie, I'd said Charlie's probably... I thought he was talking about Brisbane and Charlie Cameron, and I thought, no, no, I no. doubt it. I don't think oh, I get what he means Yeah, now. Charlie Dixon, and, and yeah. you know, I mean, he's he's played wounded all year. I don't reckon I've ever seen Charlie fit more, think about it, since <laughs> he's always got something, <laughs> yes. a knee, an ankle, yeah. a, a toe, he broke his foot. Yeah, he's, done, he's had some problems. He actually has a crack, that's why. I mean, he's a pretty honest player, I reckon, in that way. Yeah, text line zero four two seven one five four one double six. What about that, Port fans? Uh, are you a better side with Charlie in or Charlie out? I think you need Charlie fit if he's in. Yeah. Hey, what about uh, Collingwood? Now, we know they've had some injury problems. They're, they're playing Essendon uh, tomorrow night at 7.20, which is going to be some sort of game, I reckon. It'll be massive for Collingwood, isn't it? It is an absolute massive game to stay on top of the ladder. Bobby Hill and with pace and Jordan Dugowie back in. So that at least they've got a couple in there. Bo McCurry's suspended, as we know. Ryan and Murphy are both out injured. So, I, it, it, yeah, I, I think they're two really good ends. They're adding a bit of class and a bit of pace in their team. I know they're still missing some pretty good players in Dacos, Darcy Moore, those sort of blokes. But I think those two teams against Essendon will maybe just be enough, David, to get them across the line. Yeah, when you say massive for Collingwood, say they lose and lose top spot, that means they go to second. Yep. Which would they probably be playing Port Adelaide. Yep. Uh, at the MCG. Yep. So is 
who would who would Collingwood rather play? Would it be Port at the MCG or would it be Melbourne at the MCG? Because that's yeah. the difference. Yeah. Now, although we saw um, St Kilda rested Max King um, and Ross is out injured. So to me, that means if you're resting your big full forward, maybe they're happy where they are too in the eight. They, you know, they well, can't well, be shifted out. No, well, they're, they're not going to move anywhere, really, aren't they? They're going to stay in that. What, where is it? They stay six, six or seven. Seventh. Yeah. Yep. Um, who's seventh, though? It depends on where you play it. Sydney. Okay, so you'd rather be sixth than play it at home. Probably. Yeah, so I, Collingwood, as I said, I don't know if you ask Collingwood fans, would you rather take on Port Adelaide? Because Melbourne beat Collingwood earlier this year. Look, David, I know. There's a lot of discussion around people in Adelaide, and this is what I find. Having been involved in the game interstate, right? For those that have just been in Adelaide, they, they get this this whole home ground thing. I dismissed it 40 years ago, 30 years ago. I know the stats say that's probably better, but if you're a good team, if you're going to win, if you're not prepared to win everywhere, you've got to travel. We, we used to talk about travel. No one ever talks about travel now. Yeah. How many times you travel? Who cares? Yeah. They're professional. This is not like 40 years ago when you, you know, you're going and hopping on a plane, going from work. It's not like that. There is a there is a small advantage. It always has been at home, no matter what. But that, David, can I tell you, it was always a home advantage for you playing at Prospect and even me playing yeah. at Woodville Oval. Yep. I mean, it's got nothing to do with anything other than if you're a good team, you win. Fair enough. Now, you got some good oil thanks to Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a massive difference, Blighty, between good and bad um, olive oil. And Cobram Estate is good. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Now, if you saw just on where Patsy cooks, I don't do a lot of cooking, as oh, you know. Oh, she'd use a good oil. Guess what she's got? It's Cobram, Cobram. Estate yeah. on the corner well, of the Well, I've been state. told, I'm not a massive cook, and I know you're not yourself. Because I, I, you on. get it dished up every night, yeah, beautiful three-course meal. I tell you what, the toast I do in the morning, I can actually do that okay. Patsy, if you're listening, just make him do a bit more. Gal, if you're listening, keep doing what you do. Um, Come on. Now, Sam, Samuel Fantasia is our erstwhile producer. Tom Duday. Mm. Bit of talk about, you know, toing and froing here. I think the knee's sort of thrown the cat amongst the pigeons. Does he stay, does he go? But so here's Tom Duday on his future. Yeah, so haven't settled on a decision per se because that stuff's still figuring itself out. Um, but yeah, the, the idea has always been to stay at Adelaide and ideal world, I'm at Adelaide. Um, but unfortunately with the, the way that things have changed with the knee, there's certain stuff that's still working itself out. And it's not, not as if I'm saying I'm not going to be in Adelaide, but we've got, we've got things to figure out and both sides need to come to an agreement to make so, that So work. your desire all year has been to stay at the Crows? Yeah, yeah, that's been the, the goal. And um, we've gotten to a point where obviously the knees complicated matters but it hasn't hasn't changed the the overarching um, feel for me which was to be a crow for life but um, we've got to make that work in for both parties so oh. I wonder if it's the crows who are haggling or whether other clubs that were interested in Tom thinking hang on this guy's done a second knee um, do we need him that's the first time I've ever heard him about being a crow for life I guess you've got to go public with it some stage I, I thought in the lead up to this, I actually hadn't heard that comment. And he said there's a few little issues. So is that from Adelaide's side? That is that how you read that? If he wants to be a crow for life, but we can't always have what we want. No. Um, yeah, well, I think everyone. You would, pretty well did. No, come on. I, I just thought. Uh, yeah, I would have thought you would have said that. No, that's where I want to go. I, anyhow, that, it, it's in his hands. It's in his manager's hands, and it's in the crow's hands. So the three of them. Hey, listen, we just got a text. You asked about Charlie Dixon. 
And we've got a text that says, players tend to lower their eyes a bit more when Charlie's not there. Forward line functions better. I'd play him in the ruck when he's back. There yeah, we, we've had that. Um, I think a few people feel he's he's a good choice as a ruck when he can take a mark around the ground. But, um, yeah, I think they're often too Charlie conscious when he's there. When you go, and, I, and I think um, Todd Marshall tends to feel like he's a third wheel. You've got yep. Finlayson and Marshall. David, I want to ask you something. The All-Australian team, just, I know we're going to do the teams and we'll do our tips shortly. Um, the All-Australian teams, uh, they're all, I, I could not believe that I, I've, I've just sort of, you know that I was on a panel of five and, and the chairman, right, when I did it years ago. I had a look today. Do you know there's 11 people, David, 11 people on the All-Australian panel? 11? 11. Is that too many? Listen to this. I reckon if you're a player and the 11 put their teams in and your name turned up 11 times, I reckon you get in the All-Australian You're pretty panel. safe. Yeah. You're pretty safe. But you know what happened? Seems a lot of selectors, though. It, it seemed, when we did five, you know, there was just five of us, plus the chairman, when there were five nominated, they got in. Gil McLaughlin's the chairman, Kevin Bartlett, Eddie Betts, Eddie. Jude Bolton from Sydney, Nathan Buckley, Kane Corns, Andrew Dillon, so the two CEOs, we've got two of them Our on selectors. It. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Jakovic from Perth, of course. Laura Kane, who seems to get a mention as in the football stuff. She's obviously someone doing some good stuff in the AFL. Cameron Ling, the former yeah. Geelong captain. And Matthew Pavlich, another one. That's 11 people. I, I was as surprised as anybody today. I mean, they're all probably qualified to do it. I don't. That's not the Could issue. Gil McLaughlin or Andrew Dillon well, picking someone, all Australian? Some, someone's got to chair it. They chair it, do they? Yeah, yeah. Well, Gil does. It. Gil does. Okay. okay. But uh, Andrew played at, at reasonable level. But there's 11. Yeah, too many for mine. Let's go to Sam Fantasia. Quite a few texts coming through, uh, Sam. Yeah, absolutely. we got a text here from Ricky G in Cairns. Charlie in. Marshall needs a week. Th- Marshall needs a rest this week with the bye. He's struggling to kick over 35 metres and has an injury. Who yeah, was he's dropped from? off from a bit. Ricky in Cairns. Ricky, Ricky G. Can- uh, Ricky G, sorry. Now, uh, of course, Char- uh, Charlie Dixon is a Cairns boy. You know, oh, there you yeah, go. Obviously, his family, pretty good. Yeah, yeah no, Todd's a, form has dropped a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and obviously that can't happen with Charlie being ruled out. But t- Todd, Todd will get a rest next week with the bye, as Ricky said. That's right. Uh, Graham said follow-up. I think Charlie is done. Concentrate on the young blokes. From Brett's uh, on the captaincy, I'd like to see Port's next captain, Miles Bergman, vice-captain Dan Houston, deputy vice-captain Alia Alia, Butters, Rosie and JHF to just muck around in the middle for the next five years until their time will come. Uh, another text here. Crows pulled a five-year contract as Duday's manager held out for more money before he did his knee. Shows how the Crows run their business. Mm, thanks, Sam. 0427 How would anyone know that? Well, sometimes people know. Sometimes, but sometimes it's also just too Yeah, It's just rumour. We don't work on rumours, bloody. We just no, go with no. facts. Uh, as someone once told me, a wise old man, or shouldn't say old man, but a, a, a wise time, man. A wise man said to me, knowledge, knowledge, and then with more knowledge, that usually wins. Okay, probably makes knowledge. Todd Gray is not far away. He talks, um, he's a straight shooter for GRSA. Port Adelaide's Matthew Loby, the coach, and we've got our AFL and sample tips thanks to the Kia EV6 GT. World Performance Car of the Year and Lumo Energy switch to the affirmative. Join Lumo Energy today. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. 
Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter SA. Malcolm Blight and David Woody Sports Day SA. Now, our next guest, Blighty, for Greyhound Racing SA. No one runs the dogs like South oh. Australia. Toddy Gray, look, he, he loves to tip us a winner, but he's also on the cusp of a, an acting career. Well, wow. Worldwide. Toddy, how are you? Yeah. I'm all right, thanks, lads. Yep, look, I had the final interview, and look, it might not be the biggest gig in the world, lads, but it's the biggest gig in my world right now. So I've, I've done the interview. Uh, it's all done with now, lads. It's all queue in the rack, and now I just sit here and hit refresh on my email for about the next probably two months, every so, five minutes. So, um, Toddy, yep. how many how many went for this? Because I know there's thousands, and you got down to the last you know handful. So you're it's in there handful. with a chance. I do over nine thousand applicants for this, lads. And um, at the interview stage again, it was only three hundred, and they're looking for eighty spots. Oh. So you have two and a half to one. You know, sorry, four and a half to one just on numbers, lads. I'll take that. So yep. look, my. My, my my first foot's over the final hurdle. I'm either going to get my second foot over it or I'm going to crotch myself, boys. One of the two, but it's out of my hands now. Yeah, as you know, I've been in many, many uh, TV uh, spots in commercials yeah. and all that sort of, mate. And just because you've mentioned uh, punting, imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And now we're back to the dogs. What's on tonight for us, Toddy? Good luck with the acting bit, mate. Oh, fingers crossed for all, and also fingers crossed for tonight. Two best bets, lads. Race nine, number seven, Urban Ranger. I've been waiting for this girl to step up to the 600-metre trip after running some very nice races over to 5.30. Uh, all we need to do is dodge to five here, number five, Phoebe's Baby on the first turn, which runs wide. If we do, we come into a serious chance here. I would go each way there, because you can get around about two bucks to place, but again, only first and second there. And my best of the night, lads, is race 12, number eight, Zoe Rose. Um, look, I'm looking for something to lob second to this favourite, which is going to get very tight. It's about as strong as an RSL tea bag in the last 100 metres, boys. So I reckon, I, reckon, I reckon it'll lead, and I'm looking for what can get to second. And I keep coming back to Zoe Rose. She's had two weeks off since tiring over the 700. She'll be nice and fresh tonight. And if she can be within four or five lengths of this two-dog coming into the home turn, I think she'll just prove too strong. So race nine, number seven, and race 12, number eight, my gentlemen. Well, I hope hope it acts up is just the way you played it out then, mate. Oh, that's all we can do now. Um, again, once the dogs are in the boxes, that's all they can do. Oh, great stuff, Trotty Gray. So just repeating those bets, as Bloody said, uh, gamble responsibly. Race nine, number seven. I, I actually said a bit more than that. Urban Ranger. I said, imagine what you could do. By, I won't read it again, but imagine what yeah. you could be buying instead. Well, that's being responsible. Well, too, yeah, it is too. And uh, is best, I think, race 12, number eight, Zoe Rose. And, uh, yeah, Toddy, we're talking about acting. For people who don't know, he's, he's trying to get a, a gig. It's a worldwide thing. He mm. said 9,000 started. You take your, you take two and a half to one when you started probably as, a, you know, 100 to one. Could, could he be? What would be the odds on him being the next Tom Cruise in the film industry? Oh, a million to one. <laughs> Millions. Uh, uh, please, oh, please on that. All right. Uh, very responsibly don't on that. Put anything on Toddy, on Toddy Gray, but uh, he he doesn't go for the uh, the easy winners, Blood. He's always yeah, he no, always he tries to find us a bit of value. Absolutely does. And how's your um, betting going, by the way? Uh, quietly. Quietly. Yeah. But doing but, nothing. Yeah. No, no. I'm just uh, for free and confident on support. Visit Gambling Help Online if you've got problems.org.au. He's imagining what he could be buying instead. Okay, Toolkit Depot, uh, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit Depot trading nights tomorrow, August Ooh. 23. Head to toolkitdepot.com.au for more details. Maddie Loby, not far away.
Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Yeah, Malcolm Blood and David Wood, it is Teams Night. We'll shortly get to our AFL tips for measure. Manage, grow with CropScan AG. Inquire today. CropScan AG. Contact your local machinery dealer today or visit CropScanAG.com. Sam, we've got another text and on Tom Duday. Yeah, from Reg. Blighty, would you try your hardest to hold on to Tom Duday? 0427154166. Yes, I would. And there's two reasons for it. Uh, first of all, we know he's a diligent person. We know he can play at the level. And we know the medical facts now. Guys coming back from knee might take 12 months, but a lot of them now come back and still play some really good football after it. So all those old things that we used to think about knees, David, the medical science is so much better now. Yeah, he's had a couple. I yeah. think having two is a bit of a concern. Um, I'm pretty confident he would have gone if his knee was okay. Murray's other one, of course, it's um, out for yeah. similar time, isn't he? Yeah, you can't, and, and but yeah, I mean they've been pretty unlucky in that regard. But you, st- I, I, you still need three, mm. you know. And and they've all played at the level, which is really good. Who would have thought Adelaide were in the top two in uh, goals for this yeah, year? They yeah. couldn't buy a goal in the two, last two or three years. You know why? Because they spent all their time on defence. Well, they did, but um, they they shared. I mean, Peddlers come out and kicked 26, 27 yeah. goals. Rankin almost forty goals. Yeah, but it's Walker, not, 65. Yeah, yeah. The, Phil Thorpe, 20 odd. They've had more chances because they're trying to kick goals. But it's the same, them. they're pretty well the same team, bar Rankin. Yeah, but they don't chip around the back like they used That's, to. So you reckon they've changed their style of oh, play? They, I reckon they have a bit. All right, enough of that. Uh, we take Bob. Hello, Bob. Uh, good evening, uh, gentlemen. How are we? Good, thanks, Bob. Now, first of all, an observation and then a question. I've noticed that since uh, uh, Matty Crouch has come back on the side, he has just given so much uh, service to the young Adelaide Crows midfield. Uh, And Malcolm, I must admit, you're right. He needed to use his legs, and I believe that's what he's done. Therefore, I think the Adelaide midfield has been better in the last half of the year than in the beginning. Now, my question is, would you give Matty Crouch... A, another contract let, or let him go and if you did how long do you think he deserves yeah no really good question Bob I, I, I think I would keep him he's played at the level he's, he's one of the best and fairest he's all Australian and I agree I've, I've said it for years use your legs son and I think whatever's happened to him it, it's finally dropped or the coaching panel's finally dropped I would keep him there's enough young players in the midfield now Having a Matt Crouch around would certainly help him. I agree with that point. I would keep him and I'd give him two more years. He'd want a bit of reliability of getting a game, though, Bob. Yeah. If I was Matt, I'd probably leave after the treatment he's no, got in the I'd, last I'd, two years. I'd stay. He, he he knows it here. He loves it here. The people... Look, sometimes you have to go through some hardship to get better, and he's certainly been through that. Yeah, interesting. As I said, um, he's, he's too good to be playing reserves. He's proven that when he has played reserves. Okay, Blighty, this is the time where a bit of fun and all the tips. Let's start with the AFL, as we said, for CropScan AG. You're going to go to the AFL first, aren't Yeah, we? we are. I've been told to do it that way from Sam. Okay, Sam. But she's got to play a stinger yeah, between the two. So I'm, I'm actually back. We can do Sandville if you want first. Oh, oh look, Blo- I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't interrupt David Lachlan Wildey with his thoughts. Well, here we which, go. Which way do you want to go? Essendon and Collingwood. That's called the AFL. I'm going Collingwood 
I think Essendon have made six changes. Um, Collingwood will finish on top. And you said they got to go in heel back. Yep. They, they're going all right. Collingwood for me. I'm going to tick that box too, David. Hawthorne and playing Fremantle in... A, 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 where are they playing this? In... Oh, not Tassie in, is no. it? No. Marvel? Okay. No, MCG. Oh, that's an interesting game. Um, Hawks have been good, haven't they? Not bad. I'll go Hawthorne. I think oh. Frio's year's over, so no, is Hawthorne. I'm going Fremantle. Okay. You should have a bit of a smirk on your face. No, I didn't. I was, I was, I was stopping. A, 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 okay. No, it doesn't matter. Um, North, North Melbourne playing the Suns in Melbourne, of course. Uh, I don't tip them. No, this is in Tassie. Sorry, Blundstone. Don't tip them. Gold Coast. Correct. Oh, what about this one? Brisbane Lions playing St Kilda at the Gabba. Well, Brisbane know what's on the end of it. As I said, just a selection. If you're managing Max King, to me, means you're saving him for the next week's final when you take the big fella out. I think Brisbane will win, which would mean they'll probably be playing Port Adelaide the first week of finals. Could be. And what a win that would be if Port Adelaide went up there and beat them. Yeah, well, they can. As you said, you can win anywhere. Yeah, of course you can. Now, the next game is Geelong Cats playing the Western Bulldogs. Well, Bull, uh, Geelong got heaps out, a third yeah. of their side out. They put the cue in the rack. Bulldogs have to win, and that game's before the Carlton Giants game. So, Sunday, yeah. I tell you, if the Bullies can't win there, seriously, they've okay. got to look at perhaps Luke Beveridge. Ooh. Oh, there we go. We oh. talked about that last night, didn't we? The next game, this is, this, this is going to be pulsating. The West Coast Eagles taking on the Adelaide Crows. Yeah, Adelaide, a couple of outs. Um, Academy's a you know, reasonable out, but and so too Sloan. But they're a better side. They beat them last year in the last game when Kennedy had his final the game. Day, I know yeah. I know, Shuey and Hearn, and they played yeah. well last week. I'd be surprised if West Coast could beat Adelaide. I really would be. Okay, now on Sunday, Port Adelaide take on... Port uh, Adelaide. Richmond. We've got uh, Matt Lobie coming up shortly. Uh, Richmond have named a heap of kids. Yeah. And I said 800 games out with Koch and Revolt and Prestia, so probably 900 games. I think Port Adelaide will win that, and they'll win by seven or eight goals. Now, this one's got a bit to do with confidence, the next one. Sydney Swans playing at home. They're taking on the Melbourne Football Club. Yeah, that's one of the toughest ones, yeah. and I think the next game you're going to say is also tough. Um, Sydney-Melbourne. I'm... I might tip Melbourne. Once again, the positions, who do Melbourne want to play? Do Melbourne want to play Collingwood or would they rather play Brisbane? I mean, they can look at that, it, no, depending they, on no, where no, you they never can. Do. No, they, you look at it. Melbourne well, Football Club wouldn't even work a clue where they play. Well, Melbourne they just want to win. I'll, I'll tip Melbourne with no confidence. There you go. I'm tipping Melbourne also with confidence of not very much either. Okay. Now, in the last game, this is one you said was interesting, isn't it? Marble Stadium, Carlton playing the Giants. Could've and Carlton have got some great ins, yeah, some wonderful ins. Um, yeah, tough. I, th I think Carlton, what have they won? Eight or nine in a row. Um, they'll finish fifth. They've won nine in a row, David. It's uh, The Giants have been outstanding on Adam Kingsley, but I think Carlton, they, they are pretty well full strength going to the finals. Ch Chera, Walsh comes back in. They got big Harry Mackay last week. Kuno's killing them. Yeah, now you've got to go Carlton, don't you? I've actually picked Carlton, but I must say the Giants are sitting in eighth spot and if they do lose and the Bulldogs win with a bit of percentage difference, wow. Matty Lobie not far away. Time now for a Sandful update. Thanks to Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. 
Right, yeah, here we go. Eagles playing the Bloods. Eagles. Yep. For mine. Bulldogs, Port Adelaide. Well, um, I think the Bullies. That's going to be interesting to see who finish in the top five. Yep, I'll go Port. Tigers playing Panthers. Tigers. Tigers after a loss last week for me. Your mob. The North Adelaide Football Club playing the Sturt Football Club. Yeah, a lot of past players coming too, yep. Bloody. Um, I'm going to that game um, and they have to win. We spoke with Jacob Surgeon last week. They need to win that game. Otherwise, they're relying on results and percentage with the Port Adelaide Centrals game. So I'm going to tip the old Roosters. Jacob said they've got a lot of injuries, but uh, I think they can play one big game and win that. Well, I'm going for Sturt then. And Norwood are taking on the Crows at Cooper Stadium. Crows have been amazing. Yep. Absolutely amazing. Norwood have been so disappointing. Um, now, Adelaide for mine, I know they've got a few injuries, but uh, I think the Crows can win that one too. Yep, same, mate. You're going the same, are you? Yep. Okay, it is 6.39. Sports Day SA. On Cruise 1323 and 16.29 SENSA. Yeah, time now to talk to Port Adelaide assistant coach Matty Loby for tyre power. Power up sale now on. Get four for three on selected Kumo tyres. Your trusted tyre experts. That's tyre power. Welcome, Matty. How are you? Good, guys. How you going? Nice to speak with you. Big game this week. But your only journey's been interesting. Remember, you're coming to Port Adelaide as a rather skinny uh, ruckman. You put a lot of weight on. You stayed in the system. Have, have you ever got out of, out of the system? Uh, it depends what you call the system. I had two years um, in the VFL playing and coaching at Werribee. And at the same time, I was working at the Players Association. I felt like that was a little taste out, but I suppose I was sort of still in as well. It is, it is amazing. A lot of guys come out of school and uh, never having, uh, I call it a real job, something outside of football, and you could well do that. I mean, you've been in the, as I said, in the system, whether it be Werribee, Port Adelaide, Carlton, coaching, and, and no doubt you want to keep on that role. Yeah, well, I, I did feel like I prepared myself to be able to step out. And I, I had other interests outside, but um, I remember finishing up and it was during the COVID years in Melbourne, um, sitting watching on the couch, just really missing the AFL club environment. So just really was keen to get back in um, straight away, really. Now, Matt, uh, your role at Port Adelaide, I mean, it's quite all-encompassing. You're head of development and also the ruck coach. So are you claiming... Um, Rosie Butters, uh, William Drew, uh, Jason Horn Francis. Of course he is. You've done, you've, you've done a great <laughs> job with them. I mean, they must be pleasurable when the, when they play. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you just add a bit of vinegar when you it, need it. Is that what you do? It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely not hard to work with those guys in your development program. And, you, you know, whatever it is, you're building on-field or off-field stuff and you put them there and it definitely makes everything else look better. Um, I agree with that. But it's been really enjoyable. I've loved the role. Um, got a great group of development coaches that um, are part of our program and, and makes it easy and really enjoyable. I just want to go back a bit. We'll come back to Port Adelaide in a minute. Just your time at Werribee with Mark Williams. Now, you know, it, it, yeah. he's been at yeah. uh, a lot of clubs and been involved in a lot of success. How, did you, I mean, seriously, did you learn a lot off him or just learn the way to well, do... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, that's the reason I went there primarily is... Um, my experience with Choco and I still had that desire to win a flag at state league level and he was he was there and I knew what he was about. Um, so I spent a year with him and then 
he got picked up by Melbourne. Um, but that year, you know, he still had the great part of Choco that was just um, that desperate coach to win and develop players. Um, and he was, you know, a lot of the, the stuff he taught was similar to what he did when I was at Port William, but then he also had changed and was more relaxed and, um, you know, the boys loved him as well. Um, so it was a great experience and also helped motivate me to get further into development myself. Seems a great environment, Port Adelaide, for coaches. Bass has been there quite a while. Uh, Chad Corns, other guys have come and gone. Vossi, to, you know, to a high level. Is it, it just seems to be, a, you know, a nice place to be, Alberton. Yeah, it is. I think um, everyone we've got there, you know, really motivated um, to be there and to be the best they can be. Um, we have a good time as well um, as coaches together. And, yeah, I think it's a great place to work and, um, you can see the coaches have wanted to hang around there as well. Big stakes this week. I don't know how the club view it. It's it's probably out of your hands. If Brisbane win, they'll they'll stay second. But to me, that seems a pretty good leg up for the Lions. They're so hard to beat up there. And you guys are second for so long throughout the year. But, you, you know, you can do your job, beat Richmond and, and probably hoping uh, Brisbane lose. But how do you see that? Yeah, I think exactly as you said. All we can do is, is do the best job. Um, in our game and I think for us it's you know wanting to hit finals playing is playing our best footy yep um, and we know what that looks like the rest will take care of itself um, we do have confidence that we can win in any game at any place I mean it, it makes it harder when a team's got a um, advantage at home but we've still got confidence about how we play we can beat anyone in that way Matt Tom Jonas, um, it's been an interesting year for him. Captain of the club, played twos, just put his head down, worked his butt off, back in now. I mean, I, I just can't I can't remember a, th- a player going through what he's been through, and yet he seems to have come out the other side and, and like, he smells roses. Like, all he ever wanted to do yeah. was just contribute to the Port Adelaide Football been Club. Been accepting, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, been fantastic. It's, it's been absolutely amazing, and I think it's a reflection on why he was um, made captain in the first place. But you're right, not many players have done that. Um, and the, the sort of hits to self-pride it would have been for him and he's just rocked up every day at the club and had a great attitude and helped his teammates. It's been pretty inspiring, I reckon, for a lot of the people at the club. So credit to him and, you know, hopefully um, we go really far in September and he gets a bit of reward. Yeah, I really admire him and I love the way he played. He, he, just mm. spared, he didn't spare anything, did he? It, Every drop of sweat is out on the ground. Now, listen, ruck coach. Hayes, Tickle, yep. Vicentini, Lysette. It, there's a few to pick from, but you've had your problems with injuries, haven't you? And some are still young and still developing. It's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds, obviously, for this week and then the finals. It, it, it's going to be a bit tricky for you, I reckon. Yeah, it's a really interesting one. I mean, um, the start of the year, you probably wouldn't have guessed that they'd all get a look at it and all play their part at different times through the year. Um, I mean, for Hayes and Vicentini in the last mm. probably six weeks, for me, it's been great to see them get a crack and then play their role at AFL level. Um, we've got, you know, yeah, Lysett coming back, who um, will get a run this week at Sample and then be available the week after if all goes well for him. So, yeah, it is hard, and um, we'll see where we get to. Um you know, in a week's time, but Hear- uh, they've all they've all you know got a stake at it definitely. Yeah. Hearing mixed news on the injury front, Trent McKenzie's ahead of 
the curve, if you like. Um, Charlie Dixon maybe a week longer. Like he's had a, I mean, Charlie's had knee, foot, uh, ankle, everything, hasn't he? He's done well to get it on the ground. But Mackenzie making good progress. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trent was running well today. Yeah, Charlie's um, probably that week behind that. But um, I think the confidence we've got with both of them is that they can play well off um, a couple of weeks away. Yep. They've shown that, both of them. So, um, yeah, they're doing everything they can to be right. Um, they really want to be a part of it, and we want them to be a part of it too. So, um, yeah, let's just hope they get back as soon as they can. Just looking at last week's game, you know, I've watched Hayes come into the team, just going back to the Ruckman again. I just felt he he felt a little bit more comfortable last week in, in the way he played, got a few touches. Just he just looked more comfortable than the first. You know, when you come back into the team, you're nervous, and you know, you're still only a young yep. man. So, did you did you get that feeling as well? Yeah, I, I definitely did. I think he played like that a little bit more instinct, instinctual mm. around the ground. Um, now, he really came from the sky to be picked um, when Vicentini went down and he um, he was still sore, so um, it's good he got his chance. But this week is a, a big challenge coming in against Nan Curvis mm. and Soldo, who are very big and you know, very experienced ruckmen. So um, I think he, he suits them with his height and the way he rucks. Um, but it's a big challenge against two good yeah. ruckmen. Where do you see... Ollie Lord, Matt. Um, he's big, he's raw, he's aggressive, has a go. You can see something in him, and uh, he's had a couple of chances um, and still young. Where do you see the, the young fella? Well, I've absolutely loved his development since I've been back at the club um, over the last 18 months. He's improved dramatically and he's made himself a really reliable teammate. Um, his contest is always really reliable. He's probably not clunking everything. Um, which will come, but all you can ask for a player, you know, with 10, 15 games experience, is to bring a great contest in the air and on the ground, and he's doing that. Um, his teammates already love playing alongside him, so he's doing that, and I think the rest of the finish comes off that. Now you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. David and I each week play a game <laughs> called on Tuesday. We call true or false. <laughs> Well, we make three little statements, and you've got to say whether they're true or false. Now, or, tr- or trueish, or trueish, or, or falseish. Anyhow, a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, I, I studied a thing called the Brownlow Medal. Um, it's a bit close to home to me sometimes, but that's fine. I said, as a real, uh, yeah, maybe one, that Butters and Rosie will tie the first teammates to tie in the Brownlow Medal. I reckon they're that even. I think Butters is just a little bit up, probably, but they could actually tie in a Brownlow medal. Now, you watch them every week. Can you go along with me with that and tell David it's truish? <laughs> uh, well, I haven't done the numbers that you might have, but I think talent-wise, it's definitely truish. Oh, good yeah, boy. Definitely. Yes, what a good man. All right, while well, we've got you playing these games, um, Port's next <laughs> captain. I, I think Connor Rosie. Uh, epitomises what a captain's all about. He's a 100 gamer now. He'll be 24 in January. Tom Jonas is gone. And we know Ollie's had a, a crack at it. Butters is making a case. But you see Rosie being a leader one day, whether it be the next captain or maybe the one after that? Uh, I've got a few more words than Truish. Um, Ooh, I th- yeah, I think he's oh, already... Spot on. He's spot on might be the word. Leader. Spot on might be the yeah, word. He, yeah. He's already a great leader, whether he's got that label or not. But he'd make he's a great, he'd make a captain great captain, material. wouldn't he? Yeah. 
He definitely would, but I also think Ollie is that right now. So is Tom and so is Zach. So they're all they're mm. all doing that in their own way and all captain material. Yeah. Yeah, I just just on that now, because we are playing the game. I've just had another rethink of that. I reckon Ollie for another year just to just to help those other two younger players get that extra 20, 30 games in them. What's Ollie a here? whole final series. 29, 28, 30, 28, no, 29, 29 in October. Yeah. yeah, and I reckon his form in the last couple of weeks, he's I don't know if up. you agree with that. He's picked up, Matt. He was a bit wounded early in the year, wasn't he? Yeah, I think there's a lot of factors with um, why his footy's you know, coming really good now. Probably the biggest one that he didn't do a pre-season. Yeah. Um, I'm pumped for him that he's had a good, like, really solid couple of weeks. Um, I don't know about... The captaincy part with him there and going into the future, I mean, I don't think any of them are thinking about that right now, but there's probably a case for that. Um, yeah, I agree. Everything's pretty swimmingly at um, Alberton. Ken Hinckley's reappointed. You're up there. You can beat Richmond, and if Brisbane lose, um, you, you take second spot. But it, it's been a marvellous year, really, hasn't it? To win 13 on the trot, there's people earlier in the year calling for the coach's head. Uh, that's not to be, but uh, not many teams, Matt, win 13 on the trot, whether you win them by one point or, or 10 goals. It's, in, it's an incredible effort, really. Yeah, um, it's been pretty special. Um, I think Kenny did a good job of, whilst we were in that winning streak, still trying to enjoy it and reflect on it. Um, and then, you know, stay really positive when we lost four in a row. Um, and it's been a special year for players have an absolutely great time at the club and at training. Um, you can see that come out on game day. It helps everyone that's a part of it enjoy it. So it's been special, and um, I think there's a lot of hunger um, to finish off the season in a way that we're really proud of. So exciting so far and even more exciting to come. Gee, you're not kidding. Um, um, Ken Hinckley, obviously I uh, coached him, uh, coached with him. I, I'm always interested, everyone, everyone from Port Adelaide, Seeing him go through Norton 5 last year, which you, you were part of as well, and then, as David said, sit 13, most people I ask say there wasn't that much difference in the way he operated. I would, yeah, I would completely agree with that. Um, he rocks up on a Monday, whether we win or lose, with the exact same intent that we're going to get better from the lessons that we learned on the weekend and we're going to have a great week and he's desperate to win. Uh, that hasn't changed whether we've been winning or losing at all. Yeah. So. Matt, one last one. Um, Jason Horn francis we look at him, he's like a mini ball. He reminds me a little bit of a, a young Patrick Dangerfield who took a little while to, to become a superstar, but his aggression at the ball and bloody was talks about using your legs to get out of the contest. He's got that explosive power and he, he's only turned 20. I mean, the sky's the limit for the young man. You've also got Rosie and Butters, but... Um, his last month, I think, Horn Francis has been the best month of his short career so far. Yeah, it's um, it's great to watch the way he plays. Um, you know, he's another one that didn't do a preseason, so um, it shows there's even you know a, a big step he can take when he does do that. Um, but he's he's in some good form. He's building more consistent habits. Um, he's a good part of the young the young group. Uh, he trains really hard as well. Um, which helps other people get better. So, well, um, yeah, it's been exciting what he's done this year so far. Well, I don't know how many years you got in the system. So let's say it's 15 or 16. You make it another 15 or 16, <laughs> Matty. Great to speak with you yeah, too. And, good uh, you. and good luck for Port Adelaide for the rest of the year. 
Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Matty Loby there. Um, Port Adelaide Ruckman went to Carlton. He's been at Werribee. 100-game player. He's back at um, yeah. Port Adelaide. And uh, it'd be good to, I reckon, I, I call it staying in the system. It's not quite an institution, is it, Malcolm? You've been there for quite a while. <laughs> no, you've sort of visited, but there are many, many roles you can play within that system. Yeah. yeah. But Port, it seems to be a good place for coaches. So Bass has been there quite a while. Yeah. Fossey had quite a while there. Yeah, Montgomery yeah. was there. Yeah. And others go on to bigger and better things. So Matty Loby there, who, you who know what, knows? You know what helps when you win. It does. And they, yeah, they've they been up and down a bit, but they have won a lot. Oh, Ken Inkley, 60-odd 60, 60, 60 percent, yeah. Malcolm, that's it for us. Uh, really enjoyed the night. Enjoyed the week, in fact, and we'll do it all again Monday between 6 and 7. Have a great weekend. Bye for now. Bye, David. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay.